0: Hi everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited for this week's brand new episode because we're chatting with Rebecca Rice all about how to set up and structure your mini sessions for profitability. Rebecca has been called the queen of mini sessions, and during her chat, she shares all about how she sets up her minis for success, how to best utilize her time, and how to make the most amount of profit per session. It's a really great episode, and I think that if you're interested in learning more about minis or are on the fence how to run them successfully, Rebecca is going to be your new go-to. A little bit about Rebecca is that she is a photographer, educator, wife, and mom living in Nashville, Tennessee. She has a heart to equip aspiring and established photographers and business owners alike with the tools that they need to create a profitable business. And I'm so excited she's here today. A little bit of housekeeping before I begin today's show is that Tea has a brand new account on Instagram. And I would love for you to follow us over at teawithjanae.com. I put a link in the show notes and I would love for you to just click on it, give us a follow and find out more about the show keep updated with our latest episodes, our throwback Thursday, we've got some funny reels on there, and basically just connect. Also, if you love today's show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us um, find new listeners, um, get more people to the show, and we can't thank you enough for your kind support. It means everything to us. All right, you guys, let's get ready. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line. Rebecca, can you say hi to everybody? Hey guys, so glad to be here. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm super excited. Yes. Oh, I'm so pumped too. I know. I can't wait to talk about this. This It's one of my favorite things to do. So before we get started, let's introduce you to our listeners. Can you tell everybody a little bit about you, your company and how
1: you got started? Sure. Um, well, for those that don't know me, I'm Rebecca Rice. I'm a family photographer and educator in Nashville, Tennessee. My family just recently relocated here um, back in November, last November. So um, we're kind of new to Tennessee, but we love it. Um, I got started in photography when my daughter was a little baby. I just, you know, was taking pictures of her naturally and um, really sort of fell into it by accident I had a lot of friends you know reach out to me asking me to take their family photos and it sort of you know went from there so um, that was born I was part-time in my business by choice for the first three and a half years so um, recently went full time and my husband did also um, just when we moved it was a good time for us to both go
0: full time and it was great so that's a little bit of our story That's awesome so so your husband works with you or he has his own business? No, nope, he works with me. We do it together. Oh, that's awesome. So do you focus mainly on weddings or families? Yeah, our um focus
1: is families. Specifically, um we do a lot of mini sessions, which hello, that's why we're here today. Um so we yeah, we do families. I have a whole associate team that does um families as well. So we have a team that shoots in Texas, um
0: in Tennessee potentially more later. We'll see. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Oh, cool. Oh, I'm so excited. So before we really get into it, I I need to know why they call you the queen of mini sessions.
1: I love that. That is a name given to me by my students. Um, I did not call myself that. My students (laughs) did. But I will lovingly take the title of queen of mini sessions. Um, Truly, I've become like the go-to resource for mini sessions education. Um, And my students just love that about me. And so they dubbed me the queen of minis. I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half ago, um, and it stuck. So we put it everywhere because I just love the title.
0: Yeah. Who doesn't want to be a queen? It's awesome. <laughs> yes. So let's dive into today's topic. We're going to be talking about mini sessions and you know what they are and why photographers should think about it and how really to be profitable from mini sessions. They have kind of a good and bad stigma sometimes. So I want to, you know, give everyone some really helpful education as to why they are a good idea. So I would love your opinion. You know, why is offering many sessions a good idea?
1: Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost in my opinion, it's the biggest bang for your buck when it comes to your time, as long as they're structured correctly. And I'm sure we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, for me, I like I mentioned, I was part time in my business by choice for several years. And so I didn't have a lot of time. I'm a mom of two toddlers. Um, and so we you know, time is very um crushed. I don't know. I don't have a good word for it. We we just don't have a lot of time. So, mini sessions um are the biggest bang for your buck when it comes to your time. I'm able to make way more hourly when I shoot those minis than when I do full sessions. Um they're also a really really great way to grow your client base if you don't have an existing client base um because minis seasonally are, you know, everybody and their mom is looking for a mini session, you know, in the fall they want fall family photos for Christmas cards and things like that. So there's a lot of benefits to it.
0: I love it. I love it. So let's start breaking it down um, for the people who are listening. So why, why are they worth it? In your opinion?
1: Yeah. Um, because they, you can make way more hourly, um, if you structure them, right. So basically it's really, really important to run your numbers and charge appropriately. And then the structure of it matters so that you maximize that profit. So I teach my students that mini sessions should never be standalone sessions. I think, you know, you mentioned that there's like good stigmas and negative stigmas around mini sessions. I think part of that is because some people will do, you know, 30 minute, quote unquote, minis, but they're offered at any time. They're, they're basically just small full sessions. And that's not what true mini sessions are. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I teach that minis should be um, stacked in a time block always. And um, I choose to do mine back to back. Some of my students put a little bit of buffer time in between each one, but they're at one location, they're stacked in a time block on a date that the photographer chooses. So in that case, you're only driving there one time and you get to serve, you know, four to eight families, you um, sit down and you can edit all of them at one time, you can deliver all of them at one time, rather than, you know, for every full session that you do, it's a lot more split up, you have to drive there, you have to drive home, you have to, you know, communicate with each of the clients. And it's just it's a lot more difficult. So the, the structure of it really, really matters. I think another thing that's important to note is um, that minis work best when they're offered seasonally. So um, I teach that, you know, do minis when people are naturally looking to get photos done. Um, because I know some people say, you know, they ask me, they're like, why would you ever do mini sessions during peak seasons? Like that doesn't make any sense because why not just get them for a full session? Well, my response is if I can do eight minis you know, charging appropriately, I'm making, you know, $2,400 in a two hour time block that you just, it's unlikely that you're making that much with a full session. I know there are some people that, you know, IPS model, you're making tons off your full sessions, but it's not as common. I would say most people are in a, a lower price range than the thousands. And so if that's the case, then offering mini seasonally allows you to really maximize your time and maximize your profit.
0: Yeah, definitely. And and it all depends on how you structure it too. If there's a session, right. key, if you do prints extra or the digitals are extra, you can make A lot of money from one session. So I guess, you know, another question, which we're kind of answering now is like, are they profitable?
1: I would say if they are structured correctly and priced appropriately,
0: yes, they can be profitable.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, There's that line of like, you know, you have to run your numbers and see, you know, if I teach that a good rule of thumb is if you're charging below $150 for a mini session, it's probably not profitable. So when you see those like $99 minis and they have all the images included, that's probably not profitable unless they're shooting in extremely high volume. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it really matters running your numbers and structuring them right.
0: Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. I, I, I've been doing minis myself for the last maybe four or five years and everything you're saying is like, mm-hmm. Yes, not in my head. <laughs> I do all of that. I'm like, yes. And you know, you only learn from your mistakes. Like yes. I had um, I had offered mini sessions maybe like two or three springs ago. And um it was rainy. So I had to reschedule. I didn't have like a set backup date, which I then now do, but basically I was rescheduling all of these one off minis that were becoming full blown sessions <laughs> because right. I didn't I wasn't I did it wrong, you know? But you don't know until you know. And yep. hopefully, this podcast, you know, people listening, be like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't do like what Janae did. But now it's very structured where there's one date, there's one backup date, there's no cancellations, there's no refunds. Like, you lose, if you snooze, you lose, you miss it, you miss it, you know? Right. It absolutely. Very, very structured. So, you had mentioned seasonally. So, I, you know, to offer my mini sessions spring and fall. I feel like those are the two biggest, at least in New York, uh, I'm in the East coast. So are you now like sort of Tennessee? Yes. <laughs> um, you know, but how many times should you offer mini sessions to your clients?
1: I think it really depends on your area. Um, there are some areas that like when I lived in Texas, it was way, way too hot to do minis in the summer. It just was not feasible. But if you are, you know, at, at a place that has a a really nice beach, let's say you're in Florida or whatever, then summer would be a great time to do minis because, you know, especially catching all those vacationers coming in. Mm -hmm. So I think it really just depends on your area um, and knowing like your ideal client and and what they're looking for. I suggest, you know, looking for must have mini sessions. Um, You know, you don't want to do like, I've seen people try to do ice cream minis, like thinking, oh, that's a great idea for the summer. But you have to ask yourself, like, does a mom really need professional? pictures of her kid eating ice cream like probably (laughs) not they're not going to hang them on their walls like the the things that book the best are when people are just naturally looking to get photos done so like you mentioned the spring and the fall or if it's something like super killer like you know unicorn minis or like a tea party or something that's very unique that is like a must-have thing that as soon as they see it they like die for it because those are the things that are going to book out. You know, we, we don't want to do minis to only book one or two, like we want to book out our date. So right, yeah. um, seasonally is definitely the easiest.
0: Oh, I just like had a, a, a new question. Like, so I like this idea of having like a themed mini session Jay. Like, do you, is that something you do that you offer? I do a mix
1: of theme and um, like no props or no thing Um, usually for spring it's just like wildflowers or things like that for the fall we'll do some without any props because you know they want to use these for Christmas cards or put them in their home whatever Um, and then I do have like especially for Christmas, I'll do themed. So I have like red truck minis and, you know, that's prop heavy. I'll do, um, indoor studio Christmas minis and that's prop heavy. Um, I have never done, um, unicorn minis, but it's like on my wish list. Mm -hmm. I just haven't found the right like fit with a unicorn and, you know, logistically, it's just a little bit crazy, but, um, some themed minis do go really, really well. I've seen some really stunning ones. Another one that's on my list, um, is, like couture ball gown minis. So having, you know, you can rent out these stunning ball gowns that are like $700 for children get a really pretty crown and do these like princess minis where they can, you know, wear your rented dress. Um, and they, you know, the size varies for a whole lot of different sizes. I think you can go from like six to 12 or something with one dress oh, wow. and yeah, so you can rent out the dress and it got complicated once COVID hit. Cause that was, I was going to do them last year. And then I was like, well, can't, can't do that right now. <laughs> so it gets a little complicated, um, logistically, but hopefully now things are starting to settle down, you know, That could be a possibility, but um, I've just seen a lot of really cool themes that I think if it's something stellar, then it'll book out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some photographers that I know do some cool things where they have a couple of really nice um, props for Christmas minis or holiday minis, um, or they'll do like a tree farm mini, like they go there. Like I think it's such a good idea where you make it really special and then limited so it books out and- you just, you know, you're having a good time, your, your clients are happy and hopefully you're making a good amount of money on the back end too. Yes, definitely. So, you know, so I guess my question is, you know, should photographers have a mini session strategy before ever deciding to offer these? I ask this because my friends look at me and they're like, oh, I want to do minis. I'm going to offer minis, but then they never, they never do it. You know, like, is there like a correct way to offer these? I'd say yes.
1: Um, one thing that's really important is to plan ahead and give yourself time. So typically about six to eight weeks is the perfect amount of time to advertise appropriately because people forget that good marketing takes time. And so unless you have a massive client base, you probably can't book out a day of minis, you know, within two weeks. Um, let's say you, you want to do minis two weeks from now, you're going to need to give yourself appropriate time. So, um, you know, that six to eight week window is really, really good. Um, I teach to open one date at a time. So for me, we shoot very high volume in the fall. So we'll shoot 13 dates of minis, um, one date a week for every single week, basically, um, for 13 weeks. So it is chaos, but, (laughs) <laughs> um, we open up, yeah, we, to the public, we typically open up one date at a time. We'll book out a date and then we'll open up another one. Um, that just helps create that like scarcity and demand. Um, but I think having a plan, you know, I like to look at my calendar, pencil in, okay, I want to do my minis here, 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 and here, and then make sure you give yourself enough space to have those rain out dates and things like that. Um, we typically don't schedule like separate rain out dates. Um, and un- like we, we will like cross that bridge when we get there, <laughs> um, because we shoot in such high volume that that is a pain to have 13 different rain out dates, but we do live, leave the space in our calendar to reschedule as needed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I'd say those are the big, like strategy things um, to think about is just giving yourself enough time to market appropriately.
0: Yeah. I like the six to eight week things because sometimes, you know, I'll launch a mini session and it's like I'll get a couple of people booked the first day and then it's just hanging out there. Right. <laughs> and then, and then the day before it's closing, it's like three or four more people will sign up. And I'm like, you have like your early birds and then you have your, you know, procrastinators. <laughs> so yes. I really, you definitely have to give yourself time and like the space for people to like remind them you know that oh it's closing soon you need to do it right you put like do you just wait for them to book or do you put like end dates on it
1: um typically i'll give some kind of like quote-unquote discount for you know the first week or something and really what i do is i raise my um my perceived value, you know, the, the full price of it, I'll raise it by hundred dollars. So that, that discounted hundred dollar off price is mm-hmm. like what I always intended to book at. And, um, so I'll say, okay, for this week only it's hundred dollars off book now, blah, blah, blah. So creating that like demand for it, um, really helps to book those out really quick. So typically we don't have to wait much longer than that, um, for people to come in and book their spot just because we do put that deadline on there.
0: No, yeah, you came, you bring up a good question. A good question for me. I want to ask is that so you mentioned if you're charging like 150 bucks per session or like 99 dollars, like you're obviously not making that much money. <laughs> like, right? You know, it's not going to um, be profitable for you. <laughs> like, what kind of? You don't have to give like an exact number because everyone will charge what you know, they feel comfortable with or what they, you know, in their market or their branding. Um, but what do you think is like a good area, like a good amount for mini sessions for people to, to basically start at?
1: Um, of like a dollar amount?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like where do you feel like that's like an adequate price?
1: Yeah, I'd say anywhere between 150 and 200 is a good like starting point. Mm-hmm. A really important thing that I forgot to mention <laughs> is that you don't want to include the full gallery. Um, it's best to include five images mm-hmm. and then upsell the full gallery afterwards. So, for yeah. example, I will deliver a gallery of about 20 images for my minis. It's a 15 minute session. They have five images included so they can select their five and be done or they can purchase the full gallery from there. And that we charge an extra $200 for the full gallery. And a lot of my people upgrade. So that's where a lot of that profit comes from Mm -hmm. is the upselling of additional images, because sure, you'll have a handful of people that will take their five and be done. But most people when they see a gallery of beautiful images of their sweet family, they just can't turn it down. So that's where a lot of that extra profit comes from to help you know, boost that profit margin and make it worth it for you.
0: I love that. Yeah, I do that too. I my, a friend of mine told me about that a couple of years ago, and I was like, "Oh, that's such a good idea." And I would say half of my families will purchase the full gallery, and you can make oh yeah yeah even more money. And it's like, wow, that's awesome. So oh, I was going to say, how many images do you like give them in total? Like, if they get five, what would be like an average amount? Like, I usually deliver anywhere from twenty five to thirty five images, and then they get. Ten, so then they can buy the rest.
1: Yeah, um, we we deliver five included, but we um, give a full gallery of about twenty. We really try to stay around that twenty mark. If it's a super good session, we may give like thirty five, um, but you know it, it just depends. We try to stick to the twenty mark because we know that's. Um, it's just the best for, you know, our cost of editing and all the other things that go into play there. Um, but yeah, that's, that's sort of our sweet spot.
0: Yeah. I think that's awesome. That's good. And so you do so many of these, do you have a team that is helping you edit and call and deliver? Like, what does that kind of process look like for you?
1: Yeah, now I do. Um, back in the day, I did not. So my first couple of years, I did it all by myself. I mean, I had an editor, but I didn't have anybody calling for me or anything like that. Um, and so over over time, my team has grown. So now I do have a team that um, calls for me. They edit. They go over final. Edits and then they um, deliver my galleries for me. So at this point, I'm just shooting, which is awesome, and I'm handling, you know, client communication, things like that, just adding that personal touch. Um, but you know, a, a couple years ago, it was just me, and it can absolutely be done if you're a solopreneur. So um, I think it just depends, you know, what kind of volume you shoot. As you shoot more having that team really, really helps. (laughs) You just, you just can't shoot a hundred families by yourself. Like if you want to shoot that volume, you're going to have to um, hire more people and you know, the, the pricing yourself, right. And shooting that higher volume does help justify, you know, you have the funds to be able to bring on team members.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I want to touch a little bit about marketing. Like what if you could share some of your marketing tips to promote your mini sessions, I think that'd be really helpful for the people listening.
1: Sure. Yeah. One of my favorite ways to promote is through my email list. So over the years, I'm a big believer in having a good solid email list. So um, any of my past clients that I work with, I invite them to be on my, I call it my VIP list. So they get, um, they get priority access to bookings. So as soon as I open up a date of mini sessions, it goes to my VIP list First, before I go to the public, so um, a lot of my minis will book out, you know, pretty quick just through my email list. So that's a great way to market. It's the easiest way to book with people that are already like warm to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, another good way is through Facebook. I love like free Facebook groups. So whether it's the Facebook mom groups or you know buy sell trade pages or garage sale whatever, um, those are all again great free. Resources and ways to get in front of a really large audience that doesn't already follow you. Because one of the biggest pitfalls I see people run into with mini sessions is that they post to their own, you know, Facebook business page and their Instagram, and they think that's like enough that's not a marketing plan, right? Is it necessary? Yeah, you need to, you know, post to that. But only about 4% of your followers actually see what you post because of, you know, those pesky algorithms. So it's really (laughs) important to get in front of that larger audience. So those are a couple of free ways. Um, Another thing is like partnering with local businesses, um, you know, boutiques, hair and makeup artists, um, things like that, even like, pediatrician offices or whatever um partnering with them to get in front of their audiences that helps um and then i do love a good facebook ad so you know once i exhaust all my free options if i still have sessions that I haven't booked i'll run some facebook ads um but i don't suggest doing that unless you Know Facebook ads and like you've gotten some education. So, um, I highly suggest getting, you know, getting some Facebook ad education under your belt before diving
0: in because that's a whole different world. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole different podcast episode. But yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great advice. Yeah. I think, um, for my own experience with my minis, what I do is I create like a little buzz a couple weeks before I'm going to launch and I'm like, I'll tell my audience like, hey, if you want early access a day before they go live, sign up to my email list Um, and then I'll get a couple of signups and then I'll remind them one day before and then it goes out. And then, I mean, this session, this year for spring minis, I do them in Central Park with cherry blossoms. I mean, I sold six in um, first 24 hours and that was a first because people are, they miss photos. They wanted to (laughs) do it Um, and I was like almost sold out. Within the first twenty-four hours. And that's just from my email list alone. So I a hundred percent agree that the direct communication with your client base via email is is what you want to do for sure. And creating that scarcity, like and also the exclusivity of like a VIP list. You know, I call it early access, but the VIP is the same thing, you know?
1: Right. For sure. Yeah. It goes really well.
0: Yeah. So let's talk. I always like to give um, tangible tips um, and things to do for our listeners. So I would love you to share things to avoid. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what are the no nos of mini sessions?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I would say number one, don't do standalone mini sessions. Don't ever offer like a single mini session. That is the biggest way to kill your profit. And it's not worth your time, especially at the mini session price. So if you're going to do minis, make sure that they are like stacked together. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Another thing I'd say don't give away too many images. Um, I have tested a lot of models and, you know, I tested give doing seven images included five images, 10 images, and our sweet spot for being able to upsell is including five images. So don't give away too many, because then you'll kill your chance at upselling. Um, And then the third thing, of course, I would say is a big no-no is not upselling that full gallery (laughs) because if you include the whole thing, you are leaving a lot of money on the table. You mentioned half of your people buy that full gallery. Um, That's, I mean, it's a lot of profit right there that you would just be leaving on the table if you included too many. And, you know, didn't upsell those.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think another good tip is make sure whatever online provider you're using to deliver your images allows you to control the number of downloads and then also offers to buy the rest of the gallery. I personally... Um, use instaproofs and like this is one of the main reasons I switched over because they give such flexibility and control over like the images and what they can buy and all the options but that for you know making sure your systems can handle that um, even if you just do it for minis alone like is definitely worth investing in a software that's capable of that I don't know what do you guys use
1: yeah, we use shoot proof. And okay. again, for the same reason, they allow you to limit the downloads. So we have it set up, we don't have to like go back and forth with clients at all, which it sounds like that's what your system does too. We can set up where they can download five images. Um, and then from there, they can purchase additional ones through the shopping cart. Um, and you know, it's They're not able to like log in with a different email and and download five more. Like it's very locked in, which is great. Um, And then we actually do have automated emails set up through Shoot Proof, which that's why we stick with them. I could sing Shoot Proof's praises forever because they have um, these automated email campaigns that you just make it once and then you can attach them to certain galleries and it'll send emails based on whether they have purchased more or not, whether they've downloaded their photos or not. So you can remind them to download, you can um, entice them to purchase, you know, things like that. And that all happens
0: automatically, which is great. Yeah, I love that. It's like you said it and forget it. Yes. <laughs> (laughs) that's great. And then, um, are there any sort of like big tips, like five, maybe up to five tips, if you have them that you can share with our listeners, like to, to get going, like to be inspired, to do it on their own. Yeah.
1: I would say, um, the first thing to do is make a plan, like sit down with a calendar and dream a little bit. Um, you know, allow, look at the fall, for example, and say, what kind of minis could I do for the fall and set out some, you know, even if they're, you're just penciling them in and then count back that six to eight weeks so that you give yourself plenty of time. Just planning is a big deal. Um, The second thing I would say is automate whatever you can. We touched on that a little bit, but um, I use Dubsado for our CRM and it has made such a big difference to automate so many pieces in our booking process. I would say about 90% of our booking process is automated right now. Um, We serve our clients really well through automated emails, um, leading up to their session even you know for minis we shoot in high volume but it's all automated and so we can send them a client experience guide we can send them a questionnaire we can send them so many things um and we don't have to think about it and so during a slower season would be the perfect time to set up all of those workflows so that whenever you do hit busy season it's ready and it just runs um so that makes a big difference yeah um, um, let's see another another tip i would give is don't don't think that you have to have like prop heavy minis. I think that there's a misconception that people think that mini session equals lots of props. And that's not always the case. And so I encourage you, you know, have some that don't have props. Just use a beautiful location, but structure them like minis. So, you know, 15 minute sessions in a time block, um, you know, on a specific date at one location. Um, and those will go well. So don't like overcomplicate it and think that you have to go to Hobby Lobby and get all the things. Like you don't have to do that. Um Um, You can make it simple and just structure it right. And they'll book well if it's in a good
0: season. Yeah, I love that. Oh, those are so great. I feel like this is such a good topic and such a great episode. And I hope people listening are like, oh, I can do this. Like, this doesn't sound so hard. And, you know, you just have to structure it properly, like you keep saying, and then you'll have a really successful shoot. So this has been great. Rebecca, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. I'm so happy to share. Oh my goodness. So let's tell everybody where they could find out more about you, your services and say hello to you online.
1: Sure. Um, you can find me, um, I'm most active on Instagram at Rebecca Rice photography. Um, I, you know, I'm active in my DMs, so I'm always open if you have any questions. Um, of course you can find me on my website, RebeccaRicePhoto.com. And if you're interested in learning more about mini sessions, like really diving in, I have a whole free class about minis and it dives, um, deeper into like marketing tactics for mini sessions. So you can find that at Rebecca Rice slash minis dash class. Um, and I'd be happy to like DM you that link if you forget about it or don't know where to find it. And um, yeah, we can chat about it there.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I'll put a link in the show notes. You guys can just swipe on up right now. Click on the link and say hi to Rebecca. Rebecca, thank you so much for being here. This is so incredible. I hope you come back.
1: Of course. No problem.
0: Thanks so much for having me. Hope you liked today's episode i want to give a big shout out and a huge thank you to rebecca for being here it was so amazing to meet you and chat today i really loved their conversation and i told her at the end of the show it actually gave me a little bit of validation for the things that i'm already doing for my own mini sessions so i hope this was inspiring i hope it helps you jump on in and create those mini session dates and book more clients So if you want to follow Rebecca, be sure to swipe on up, click on the show links, let her know you listened to today's episode, and I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye, you guys.